Good evening, fantastic and glorious of this floating rock that we call Earth. Welcome to Off the Wire. I am your host, Noel Olin, aka the Cajun Libertarian. And tonight we have an absolutely packed show for you. I mean, it's just stunning. We've got great news right at the front, and we've got some very nightmarishly, like quite literally Orwellian news. Uh, in the middle and at the end. It's going to be a fairly quick show, so hang in there with me. I know you all do, and let's get into it next on Off the Wire. Yes, indeed. Yes, yes, yes. Let me address something real quick. I was actually going to uh, try to do it in the comments, but I uh, couldn't real quick. I did not know this was going on, but let me uh, let me address this real quick. Scientific Libertarian 2.0 says the Larry Sharp debate is on. Right. Um, I cannot. Stances. Skip any of these live shows anymore. This on absolutely beyond my control. Um, or uh, that's probably not worded right. It, it's so popular, literally top 25% shared globally, top 15% uh, downloaded globally. And this show airs in 33, last I checked, 33 different countries. And so um, I can't, you know, I probably won't be able to compete with the Larry Sharp debate. That's fine. But I'm, I've got to launch my show because it is so unbelievably popular and I'm trying to do my best better and better every every single day so let's get into what we got going on tonight and this is just a what we have going on uh, senate launches investigation into pfizer after project veritas expose we'll see how that goes right uh more power substations attack and shadow military operations on civilians uncovered in bombshell report so don't miss this show stick with me to the end because Man, this stuff is crucially important. It will absolutely affect our day-to-day lives. And it is amazingly groundbreaking. The information that just comes out every day, like basically by the hour, it's crazy. And so uh, before we get started, I want to obviously get to the man of the hour, Mr. Spike Cohen, and you are the power.net. Let's hear a word from them. You're listening to one of the fastest and largest growing Liberty podcasts on the planet. The game plan of You Are the Power is pretty simple. We find people who are being harmed or abused or neglected or mistreated by their local governments. And uh, yeah, this is my life's work. Uh, We want to help people. This is something that has already began to affect real change. This isn't some distant futuristic utopic or utopian (laughs) dream it's already happening it's making its courts it's making waves right now as we speak if you want to learn how to become an effective activist and then to do actual activism and actually help people now not wait for like you said some distant utopian future where libertarians take over the world and leave everyone alone if you want to do that now 
that's what we're doing. This next year is going to be the year that people see what liberty actually looks like. Not what it sounds like, not what our philosophy is, but what it act, the actual results and ideas, the solutions behind what we do. So that's what I'm doing with You Are The Power. I would love for you to be a part of it. Youarethepower.net. We'd love for you to become a member. And uh, yeah, this is my life's work. Outstanding. Go check out youarethepower.net. It's right there on the screen. Youarethepower.net. And see and follow what's going on with Spike and You Are The Power and that organization. Um, You can sign up for free and get your uh, emails. Subscribe to them. All that's free. You know, and follow that work and see what you can do to help out because this is literally grassroots type help for people. And this is what's going to change. If you really want to change the country, this is how we're going to do it. It's going to be on the base level from the bottom up. Uh, D.C. is just a cesspool of demonic influence, in my opinion, at this point with very, very, very few shimmers of light. Uh, It's a lost cause. So it's just an entertainment show. What you're really being affected by is your local government, your state government, right? And so your state attorney general, your sheriff's office, your, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for there? The um, educators board. How am I gapping this? I talk about it all the time. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about? The, uh, the you know, school educators board. Um, that being said, let's get into what we have going on tonight. Please like. Uh, Share and subscribe to my YouTube channel because that's what's blowing up right now. This show is blowing up right now. So please help us out if you like the show. Uh, you can follow me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc. And give me a five-star review. And share the show with your friends. I mean, that's, that's all we can do to get, get these words out. To get this message out. Because it's so, so freaking important. School board. <laughs> School board. Your school board election, your state attorney general, and your local sheriff. That's where you want to keep your focus at in elections right now. Federal government is a complete loss cause cesspool. Just a disgusting environment. So let's get into our first story, which is good news. I want to deliver good news. The media is filled with nothing but negativity. And so I desperately share. I was talking to my wife this morning when I found or this afternoon. Uh, this morning, this afternoon, whatever. Same difference. It, it was like 11-ish, noon-ish when I, when I was talking to her about it. Um, luckily enough, I had already had my show prep already completed. And then I'm scouring Twitter and run across good news. And we desperately, as a society, need good news. Give me one second because this I feel like my forehead is blaring light. All right, that's a little bit better. My apologies for those of you that are listening and not watching, but I do have a very large, wide, live viewership that actually watch the YouTube channel. So, again, please go subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's The Cajun Libertarian. Very, very, very simple. All right, Missouri man. Again, let me emphasize because I enjoy this tremendously. Very good news. We need more of it. More. Missouri man who spent nearly 28 years in jail has conviction overturned. Overturned. Man, do I have some opinions on this. Quote, this is overwhelming, end quote. Missouri man, 50, who has spent 28 years in prison on a life sentence for murder, finally walks free after judge overturned his conviction, saying there is 
quote-unquote reliable evidence of actual innocence. Absolutely amazing. Johnson, who has spent more than half of his life in prison, half of his life in prison, has maintained his innocence in pleading not guilty to the murder of his friend, 25-year-old Marcus Boyd, in 1994. Missouri Judge David Mason said there was, quote-unquote, evidence so reliable that Johnson was innocent that it is at, that it actually passes the standard of clear and convincing. Oh, this article is by The Blaze, by the way. St. Louis Circuit... Uh, court. I don't know why they're leaving these words out. St. Louis court, Circuit Court Attorney uh, Kim Gardner, who filed a motion in August seeking Johnson's release after an investigation her office conducted with help from the Innocence Project, convinced her he was telling the truth uh, and applauded the ruling. I love this next line. I cannot tell you how much I love it. Quote, Mr. Lamar Johnson, thank you. You're free, she said before the gathered press. Mr. Lamar Johnson, you are free. Reparations immediately pay this man. Now, no question, no substitution, no delay, no nothing. You, as a state of Missouri, convicted a man. He spent 28 years of his life in prison for a wrongful conviction. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. He doesn't need to spend a day of the rest of his life having to earn a living. Pay the man. Period. Pay the man. He should live the rest of it. Of course, as men, I'm someone who's an advocate. Even if you have the financial means to not do so, you should still work. All I'm saying is that this man, Lamar Johnson, 28 years in prison, should never have to work, never have to work a day again in his freaking life. Great news. Lamar, congratulations, my friend. I support you, brother. Be free. And you deserve to get paid, man. Paid. If I was going to pay tax, if I was going to willingly pay tax, I'd pay, pay, pay this man. To make a GoFundMe page, I'll donate. Don't even need to have it taken from the state. Lamar, enjoy your freedom, brother. You deserve it. And that is the least of what I could say. The least of what I could say. Absolutely freaking amazing. Great job on the judge and the DA right there. Um, excellent, excellent. All right. Meanwhile, a Senate investigation has been launched into Pfizer after Project Veritas bombshell undercover video. Don't hold your breath. That's all I'm saying on this one. Don't hold your breath. Uh, we'll see. I got some jokes to make about this one because uh, probably most of y'all are going to know where the jokes are going to go when I get to a certain sentence in this uh, report. All right, so this is from BeckerNews.com. Shout out to Kyle Becker. He actually follows me on Twitter, which is amazing. Can't believe that. But um, he, he does some incredible uh, journalistic reporting. And I've actually got a story later on from, from uh, Kyle Becker. And every word of it is absolutely amazing. Ama what, it's just an incredible, incredible report. But let's talk about this one while we're at it. Project Veritas, and you might know that 
uh, last week or the week before or so. I reported on this. Most people know from the Twitter files, uh, you know, and for Project Veritas, the, the absolute bombshell that uh, they uncovered from Pfizer. So let's get into it. Project Veritas bombshell video that uncovered that Pfizer was exploring intentionally mutating COVID strains to profit off of future mRNA vaccines. And that's in quotes. And it should be. It should be in quotes. I'll rephrase it. COVID strains to profit off, profit off future mRNA shots has now led to a Senate investigation. Here's the fun part. Senate uh, Senator Marco Rubio has fired off a letter to Pfizer CEO Albert Borea, or however you say his name. Uh, let me repeat that because here's going to be where we have a little fun here. Uh, Senator Marco Rubio has fired off a letter to Pfizer CEO. Now, I would be remiss if I did not make a Team America referential joke here. I wouldn't. I couldn't live with myself if I didn't. All right. This is very much exactly within line of when Hans from the United Nations visits Kim Jong-un during the movie Team America. And Kim Jong-un basically says, well, what are you prepared to do, Hans? And he says, we will write you a very nasty letter, a very angry letter. I mean, what? Fired off a letter. I, I thank you, BeckerNews.com. It's great, but you know, Marco Rubio, really? Like, uh, you you wrote a letter to Pfizer, a multi-billion-dollar company that is like the most investigated and criminally charged organization in history. We're going to write you a very angry letter. Well, what are you planning to do, Hans? Amazing, amazing stuff. Uh, he wrote the letter to explain the revelations in Project Veritas' undercover video footage featuring Jordan Tristan Walker, a Pfizer director of research and development, strategic operations, and mRNA scientific planner. Quote, an investigative report suggests that Pfizer may be conducting gain-of-function research, maybe, hmm. which it dubs, quote, directed evolution. Yeah, so this is the funny thing about this whole age that we're living in right now. They just continue to rewrite uh, etymological definitions, right? Or, you know, uh, the basis for etymology, uh, anything that may be significant or controversial whatsoever. If you'll remember, they, they redefined what a vaccine was. They've now redefined what a recession is, which by all traditional definitions, the very base that we've already, that we've always came from and, and analyzed inflation was that, or recession, sorry, is that a, a recession is based off two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth, gross, gross domestic product, gross domestic product. They rewrote that. They re, they're just rewriting definitions in real time. It's quite amazing. And so um, all right, let's continue. Uh, let me restart. Quote, an investigative report suggests that Pfizer may be conducting gain-of-function research. Oh, gain-of-function, another term that they've started to redefine, by the way. Gain-of-function research, which it dubs directed evolution. Research to mutate the SARS-CoV-2 virus to create additional, more potent variants and vaccines to combat future variants, Rubio's office states. Quote, this type of research, similar to gain-of-function research, has long been controversial and is suspected 
to be the cause of the Wuhan or China virus pandemic. I say it's from China because it came from China. It's not racist. All right. I'm going to go back to using that, by the way, because F them hoes. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm okay with pissing people off. We, we just, again, we decided to rewrite the way we talk about these viruses when we've always, always labeled them according to origin of founding, right? Like, so we found the Spanish flu, the Spanish flu, even though it's widely pretty much known or expected that it didn't come from Spain, but that's where it was discovered. Spanish flu, West Nile virus, West Nile River. I, I'm not going to play these games anymore. Right, and, and the more I dive off into this, the more I'm really willing, really willing to piss people off. Not y'all, hopefully, but um, yeah, I don't care. I don't care. I'm gonna say it. Wuhan virus, China virus, China, according to Trump. I'm not a Trump fan, but he was hilarious in some of the stuff. And so uh, let me check your comments real quick, and then we'll go on to the next segment. Mo Fantasy. What did I miss? My man. I don't know. What are you referring to? Logic Rex. Paid from the pockets of politicians and cops that wrongfully imprisoned him. Uh, wait, let me put that back up. Because let, let me make something very clear on where you believe, where all of you believe where I stand on this sort of circumstance. Paid from the pockets of the politicians and cops that wrongfully imprisoned him. Taking that last part, the politicians and cops that wrongfully imprisoned him, every single one of them should be in prison. They should serve the time that he served, or at least a portion of it. If you wrongfully convict somebody based on faulty evidence that you did not secure, you're telling me 28 years later you're figuring it out? No, I'm sorry. People need to go to jail for this because this man spent half his life in jail, over half his life in prison ruined people need to go to prison all right mo fantasy says is there a running tally on redefined words would be interesting to see together that's a very great comment hmm that'd be fun i might have to dive into that that would take a lot of time because there's a lot of redefined words um yeah, great comment there. All right, moving on. So this is what I want to go to next is some stuff that I promised that I would get to on Sunday night and I didn't get to. So we're going to breeze through them fairly quickly. And I'm going to get to the last story because um, the last story is fairly long, but it's so crucially nightmarish and it's so scary. And I've got a lot of references as to why. And so I want to spend a little bit of time on that. And like I said, this is not going, going to be a very long episode. So stick with me. I promise you, you're going to enjoy it. Uh, by the way, uh, like, share, subscribe. And let's get the word out because you are literally listening. And some of you are actually watching one of the fastest and largest growing Liberty podcasts on the planet. Literally. All right. New Jersey council member is fatally shot one week after slaying, after the slaying. What, what are you doing, NBC? Give me some prepositions, man. New Jersey council member is fatally shot one week after the slaying of another lawmaker. So if you'll remember, week before last, I talked about the, uh, the Republican black, very young black lady that was murdered in cold blood in her car. It, just an absolutely traumatic event. 
less than a week later, we have another New Jersey Republican that has been murdered out of cold blood. Now, we can't connect these to political violence. Maybe they are. Maybe they aren't. Who knows? My main point is narrative, right? And the only, I hate bringing up the fact that she the, the previous victim was a black female Republican. But this is the game that the media has decided to play. So if you want to play this game, then guess what? I can fire shots too. I'm not a Republican. I just hate the way that the freaking media plays the game. I'm a libertarian. Now, anytime it's some left-wing type ideology organization or group or subset of a group that gets attacked within in concert, within minutes or within an hour, you get the narrative that it was a, a right-wing MAGA extreme with a Paul Pelosi hit with a hammer, right? Immediately. All of it turns out to not be true. But the fact of the matter is that they immediately come out and say that. Stop. We, the people, those of us that are especially independent, we don't care about your stupid narrative. Just give us the truth. And a matter of fact, you know what? If you're, if any of you are like me, give me the information. I don't care about your spin or narrative or bias whatsoever. You just give me the information and then I will disseminate it as I choose fit. And I would do the same thing, just like I'm doing right now. I'm going to tell you, I don't know that it's politically motivated. I don't. I have no idea. We haven't come out with a motive yet. All I'm saying is that anytime it's a part of a protected class, like the LGBTQIA+, divided by plus positive, all of the Spanish symbols, then it's immediately... A right-wing nut job. Man, stop. No, but this is why nobody trusts you. Just give us the information and let us dissect and disseminate ourselves for ourselves. All right. New Jersey council member is fatally shot one week after slaying another lawmaker. Authorities have not yet made any connections between the slayings of Russell Heller and Eunice Wumpar. Yeah, that's that's good. That's okay. I'm okay with that. My problem is the bias. My problem is the slant because the other stories don't read the same way. I like the way this is worded because it actually sounds factual. A New Jersey council member was fatally shot in a parking lot outside his job Wednesday, just one week after another uh, politician in the state was gunned down in her car. Russell Heller, 51, a Republican of the Milford Borough Council, was found dead just after 7 a.m. in the parking lot of PSENG, the internet energy company where he worked. The Somerset County Prosecutor's Office said, oh, wow, okay. Authorities quickly determined that a former employee of PSENG, my God, fix your name, this, this ridiculous, identified as Gary T. Curtis, 58, of Washington, had approached Heller in the parking lot and shot him Outside his vehicle, the prosecutor said. Now, something worthy of note here is that these were co-workers. So, in my opinion, excuse me, it doesn't sound work-related. It doesn't. I'm sorry. It doesn't sound politically related or motivated. It sounds work-related, but, you know, who knows? And here's the other thing, too. After so much of this stuff, you know, you know what the bigger problem is of this? Of these stories, it's like you don't get any follow-up. 
It's not only that they just twist it and slant it and screw it to hell with their biases in, in the direction of what they want you to believe. It's that they'll throw it out there, just a bunch of trash, and then you don't get any follow-up. It's like, give me, hey, you reported on this. It, it's a massive problem with, this, with the news cycle, which is one reason why I started and will pick up again you know, uh, I'll reword the segment somehow. I, I don't know. I'm just thinking off the cuff here. But, you know, about news stories that just get buried. You hear about it, gets a bunch of people riled up, and then you don't hear nothing about it. I, I hate that. I hate it. I want to know the follow-ups of these stories. I want more information. And I'm not, I've, I've got a real job, a wife and three kids, and a major podcast, and a major social media following. I cannot leave all of that to go be boots on the ground to go follow up with this stuff. If I'm depending on other people to deliver more follow-up information. They won't do it. They refuse to do it. They don't care because they don't care about you. They don't care about this country whatsoever. They only care about dominating the news cycle and how many clicks and follows they can get. <clears throat> Detectives were able to track down, track Curtis down hours later to a parking lot area in Bridgewater Township where they found him with a self-inflicted gunshot wound so he killed himself afterwards. It said Curtis, who was in possession of a firearm at the time, was pronounced dead shortly after. Detectives are, are still working to establish a motive in the incident, the prosecutor's office said. Heller's death comes a week after Eunice, a fellow or Eunice, sorry, a fellow Republican on the Saraville Borough Council was found fatally shot in her vehicle near her home. Police have yet to identify a, a potential suspect or motive in her death. They're about 55 miles east of Milford. So again, it's just, it's quite alarming and disturbing, quite honestly, how we can go through every single time there's even the slightest incident against one of the protected groups and they're all progressive, progressive left. But yeah, well, here we are like several weeks after a Republican New Jersey councilwoman who, by the way, she was, the I think, the first uh, black person, period, to be elected to that position, to that council. And, and you, we still don't have a motive. You know, the last I checked, they said I didn't even found the guy that shot her. How? 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 This is not right. I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, Independent, Libertarian, Green Party. This stuff should be alarming. How? How? With all the technology that we have today, you're telling me not only do we, do we not have a motive for a young woman that was shot like 10 times in her car a couple of weeks ago, not only do we not have a motive, but you, you haven't even found the person that did it? Man, I'm sorry. I, I hate to be a conspiracy theorist, but come on. Come on. Let me get to your comments real quick. Pardon Will says, shots fired. I'm always fire shots. Thank you, Will. Uh, Morgan Dow, tell me what happened, not how to think. Hey, this is what I'm talking about right there. Studio 3.14. What's up, man? What's up, bro? Thank you. 
Arkman. Hell yeah, give us the truth and let's decide. We have the right to think for ourselves and play along every stupid news they throw at us. Keep it up. Thumbs up. Thank you, brother. Thank you very much. You keep it up yourself as well. Morgan Dow, they don't follow up because they won't. They would that would require. Sorry, they don't follow up because that would require actual investigative journalism. Hello. Exactly. Exactly, Morgan. Pardon, Will. When you label normal people under a blanket of extremists, why not expect this? And isn't that the actual story? That is the story. Sorry. I do love conspiracy theories. I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist. But you're really leaving me no choice. Because that right there, Will, that's the comment. That's the comment. All right. Meanwhile, American neo-Nazi duo charged in domestic terrorist plot to attack power grid. From the blaze. A Florida man. Oh, it's always a Florida man. What the fuck going on? Oh, man. A Florida man and a Maryland woman have been charged with conspiracy to destroy an energy facility. The U.S. Department of Justice announced Monday. So you found two people that were plotting to shoot up a power station. The Department of Justice did. But we still don't even know who murdered a sitting politician in New Jersey. I wasn't even trying to make that correlation, but make it make sense. It doesn't make sense. None of this makes sense. They're not telling us the truth. They refuse to tell us the truth. And it's not hard to make the connections as to why. Or how? Come on. Quote, the threat posed by domestic violent extremists is evolving and persistent. In quote, said special agent in charge, Thomas J. Uh, I don't know, Subakinsky Sub or something of the S F uh, FBI's Baltimore field office. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. So Baltimore, Maryland's FBI. It's talking about a Florida man and a Maryland woman. Hmm. So where was it? Let, let's keep going. Quote, the alleged planned attack threatened lives and would have left thousands of Marylanders in the cold and dark. End quote. So it was obviously in Maryland. All right. All right. My bad. Let's go on. Maryland U.S. Attorney Eric L. Barron, Barron said it in the statement. Sarah Beth of Catonsville, Maryland, and Brandon Clint Russell of Orlando, Florida, were reportedly, quote, unquote, driven by their ideology of racially motivated hatred. The statement says, the duo reportedly launched their scheme around June of 2022. Russell plotted to carry out attacks against electrical substations in furtherance of his racially or ethically, ethnically. Man, what's going on with, with the typos here? I didn't type this but I'm noticing the typos racially or ethnically motivated violent extremist beliefs End quote police discovered neo-Nazi paraphernalia, including a picture of Oklahoma bomber, Timothy McVeigh among Russell's possessions in 2017, when investigating a separate matter, according to the FBI's affidavit in support of the criminal complaint acquired by Politico, Russell told authorities during an interview that he had started his own nationalist socialist group called Adam Waffen or something. <laughs> The Adam Waffen Division, a neo-Nazi group, has cells in multiple states. AWD targets Jewish people. The LGBTQ 
community, the U.S. government, and others. Russell's plan involved triggering a cascade of quote-unquote cascading failure. By attacking a small number of substations, he reportedly discussed hitting multiple substations simultaneously to maximize the impact of the infrastructure attack. Glenn Daniel, Russell's collaborator in Maryland, was targeting, targeting five substations. She allegedly said they would, quote, completely destroy this whole city, end quote, if they hit multiple stations in the same day. She alleg allegedly reasoned that, quote, a good four or five shots through the center of them, dot, 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 should make that happen, end quote. Man, that last paragraph. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm glad it didn't happen. Thank God it didn't happen. But I just, I, I'm sorry. I have a hard time trusting any of this stuff. Any of it. I report on it because it's massively important. For, for the main reason of that, like with this uh, electrical infrastructure grid stuff, you need to be prepared. We need to be prepared. You should have food that should last without electricity. You should have backup water. You should have abilities to live if the electricity goes down. Because let me tell you something. In 2019, there was a war room conducted by Bill Gates and several members of the uh, World, Economic Forum, World Economic Forum where they talked about having a, a, a response, an effective response to a global coronavirus pandemic. It's a real thing. In November 19 of 2019, in November of 2019, what happened in 2020? The global coronavirus pandemic. That, that happened. A couple of weeks ago, the World Economic Forum said they had a they held a war room saying there would be a global cybersecurity attack on electrical infrastructure. And they said it would have happened within like the next four years or two years or something. Be prepared. Please be prepared. So regardless of how much spin and propaganda these people shoved down our throats. Please, we, we have to be prepared. We have to. Uh, let me check a couple of your quotes, and we're getting to our last segment of the evening. Pardon Will. When you label normal people under a blanket of extremists, why not expect this? I already read that one, but still worth repeating. Morgan Dow, hashtag Florida man, right? <laughs> Funny enough, my daily segment that I air at noon every day, uh, Monday through Friday, it's a five to ten minute segment. It's very, very short. It airs at noon central on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter every day. Check it out. It's very great. It's very interesting. I promise you, you're going to love it. It's worth your time. Literally five to ten minutes. You can get on my YouTube and go look at them. It's on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, basically wherever you get your podcasts. Sub, like, share, all that. Please go and watch that show because I really hope and really believe that y'all are going to enjoy that very, very tiny short segment, a little micro dose of uh, news and myself delivering it every single day. All right. Logic Rex, domestic extremists, quote unquote, kind of like those that work for the government. Hmm. Enough said right there. Morgan Dow, hashtag Bill Gates farmland. Uh, if you want to go down a real rabbit hole, a fantastic one. I've reported on it before. Worth following up. Bill Gates farmland. Bill Gates farmland. 100%. All right. Studio 3.14. Learn how to dig a crapper, boil your water, start a fire with no lighter. Absolutely. Amen. Uh, again, from Studio 3.14. 
people were worried about toilet paper, LOL. There's going to be a lot more going on than worrying about a comfy way to wipe your butt. Ain't no doubt. Morgan Dow, hashtag off the wire. That's right. Hey, look, I don't write the news. I just find what comes across the wire and I pick it off and deliver it in the way that I want to do so. Hence, off the wire. Now, let's get to our last segment. It's going to be a, a little bit of a longer one, comparatively. And again, this is from BeckerNews.com. And when I tell you that every word of this article is outstanding, I literally mean it. I literally mean it. This is the stuff of nightmares. It is 1984. Horrifically. Horrific. Horrific, horrific, horrific. All right. Shadow military operation uncovered to spy on COVID response critics. Treat them as, quote, unquote, enemies of the state. Now, this is in the UK. Why is that important? Let me tell you why it's important. Because if, for those of you that have been followers for the very short time that I've been doing the show, which is about a year and a half now, so the, to have the meteoric rise that the show has had is humbling, to say the least. To say the least, I am just freaking stunned. Uh, a, a week or two ago, I reported on the federal government tracking unvaccinated people who go to the doctor into the hospital due to CDC-designed surveillance programs, according to the National File. You can go look at that article. This one is Shadow Military Operation Uncovered to Spy on COVID Response Critics and Treat Them as, quote-unquote, Enemies of the State. A shadow military operation was launched in Great Britain to conduct surveillance on COVID response critics and treat them as, quote-unquote, Enemies of the State. Military operatives in the UK's, quote-unquote, Information Warfare Brigade were part of a sinister operation that targeted politicians and high-profile journalists who raised doubts about the official pandemic response. The Daily Mail reported on Sunday. The official documents exposing the domestic espionage operation were obtained by the civil liberties group Big Brother Watch. The documents were shared exclusively with the Daily Mail. They exposed the inner workings of the counter-disinformation unit which is based in the Department for Digital, Culture, Media, and Sport and the Rapid Response Unit in the Cabinet Office. Influence operations were run out of the MOD's 77th Brigade seeking to, quote-unquote, non-lethal engagement influence or non-lethal engagement in legitimate non-military levers as a means to adapt behaviors of adversaries, according to the report. Just psychotic just crazy that's unbelievable non-military levers as a means to adapt behaviors of adversaries of your own people just because they questioned your response to the wuhan virus man terrible terrible and scary times we're living in a whistleblower that contacted the daily mail who claimed to work for the grade said that the unit had strayed far beyond its scope of targeting foreign powers. British citizens' social media accounts were even scrutinized, which the UK's Ministry of Defense in public has repeatedly denied doing. In a story familiar to Americans who have witnessed their own government carrying out 
sinister activities similar to those detailed in the report. The Daily Mail reports that UK government justified its domestic surveillance and censorship activities as countering disinformation and harmful narratives from purported experts. It's always the disinformation when these people are the ones that give you the most disinformation and misinformation. It's always the people that are claiming you're the ones that are lying and being science deniers. They're the ones that are doing the exact same thing they accuse you of doing. Amazing. Never, ever forget that. Never forget that. It's not self-projection. It's gaslighting. It's absolute propaganda. They do the exact thing that they accuse you of doing, and then they send out military institutions to spy on you. Incredible. Moving on. <clears throat> the information, quote, the information was was then used to orchestrate government responses to criticisms of policies such as the stay-at-home order when police were given power to issue fines and break up gatherings, end quote, the mail reported. Quote, it also allowed ministers to push social media platforms to remove posts and promote government-approved lines. Mm. All too familiar. Hey, Elon, thank you for the Twitter files. The, armor, the Army whistleblower added, Quote, it is quite obvious that our activities resulted in the monitoring of the UK population, monitoring the social media posts of ordinary scared people. These posts did not contain information that was untrue or coordinated. It was simply fear, end quote. The whistleblower from protecting the... Uh, yeah, that's right. The whistleblower from protecting the success of their policies and uncovering any political foreign interference, and I regret that I was a part of it. Frankly, the work I was doing should have never happened, end quote. Silky Carlo of Big Brother Watch said, quote, This is an alarming case of mission creep, where public money and military power have been misused to monitor, ac to monitor academics, journalists, campaigners, and MPs who criticize the government, particularly during the pandemic, end quote. Another quote. The fact that this political monitoring happened under the guise of countering misinformation highlights how, without serious safeguards, the concept of wrong information is open to abuse and has become a blank check the government uses in an attempt to control narratives online. He continued, wow, 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 wow. It's just like... It never, ever stops. Quote, contrary to their, to their stated aims, these government truth units are secretive and harmful to our democracy, end quote, he added. The counter disinformation unit should be suspended immediately and subject to a full investigation. Remember, this is a whistleblower from the army that was involved in these. As an end quote. The struggle to get... The struggle to get accountability over the unlawful and harmful COVID lockdowns continues in another formerly free nation from across the pond. That's from Kyle Becker. The U.S. government was involved in suppressing legitimate public health policy discourse in the United States. The CDC directed Facebook's censorship campaigns against people questioning the 
uh, questioning, quote, the science. To science. To science. Couldn't question to science about uh, the China virus. Meanwhile, Facebook was coordinating with the Biden administration's COVID-19 czar, Andrew Slavitt, to push any messaging that the White House wanted about the pandemic. The Twitter files released after Elon Musk's takeover of the, of the social media platform revealed that the White House directly lobbied Twitter to censor prominent vaccine critics. In addition, vaccine manufacturer Pfizer also carried out a secret operation, operation to silence COVID vaccine critics. Pfizer's operation was intended to suppress valid medical information about natural immunity on the platform. Not just natural immunity, about early treatment too. Early treatment, too. I can go on and on about that. But I'll leave it right there. The attorneys general of Louisiana and the attorneys general of Louisiana and Missouri have filed a lawsuit seeking more transparency about the improper collusion between the U.S. government and social media companies on the COVID pandemic. Again. Cycling back or circling back. Three of the most important people that you need to keep your focus on right now. School boards, local sheriff, state attorney general. A lot of people like to dismiss this and say, well, yeah, that's our last line of defense. We'll get there when we get there. We are there. We are there. We are at the point of last line of defense. And eventually, it's going to be PNR, meaning point of no return. You need to get involved. This, this is nightmarish. Imagine. Imagine what they're, imagine what they're, they're watching this. You know they are. What am I, like half a dozen or more? Watch lists. I've done nothing wrong. I've never advocated for anything but peace. Ever. Peace and truth. And Jesus. That's it. That's all I want. But you can bet they're watching this. I mean, if this is what they're be they're having to admit to, imagine what they're not admitting to. Scary, scary stuff. However, that being said, I do want to end the show on a good note. Going back to the very, very, very first story. Man that spent 28 years of his life. 28 years. They kept going. The justice system prevailed in that circumstance. Man, enjoy your freedom, brother. And you should never have to work for another penny in your life. Let's get to a couple of your comments, and then we'll get right up out of here. Let's see. <clears throat> Studio 3.14, we have been pampered to the point of helplessness. Yep. Morgan Dow, gaslighting 101, hashtag gaslighting 101. Yeah, I mean, like, it is exactly that. Gaslighting, I think, was the most used word in 2022 um, for good reason. For good reason. A lot of people don't know what it means. They're, they use it out of context. Most people do. They're okay. Most people learn. Most people know it. Morgan, you're spot on. Uh, logic. Definitely a sad time in the world. I remember working, walking through my local grocery store 
and the toilet paper was gone, but pallets full of water, plenty of water, LOL. It's incredible. Like priorities, people, LOL. Toilet paper over water, how does that work? It doesn't make any sense. People are just so stupid sometimes. I don't, I don't, I don't know how to get it. I, I don't know. All we can do is what we're doing here, right? That's it. That's all we can do. You know, plus what we do in our daily lives in person-to-person meetings. That's all we can do. Now, everybody's equipped to proselytize like I am. And most people are equipped even even better in that category and being able to talk to people out in the general public without fear of, you know, um, embarrassment, without without being too overly cautious and, and nervous about the subject. I'm not. I will have a random conversation with a random person at every single spot I go to. That's just me. I've never met a stranger. This is all we can do. All we can do is talk. Talk. And it's what we have to do. We have to talk. We have to be able to talk. And that's why I always am so frustrated with these channels, right? And I'm always having to, I'd had it today during my lunch hour break, five to 10 minute segment. Please follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'm like, YouTube, leave me alone, man. Just joking. Just a joke. I just, we just need to talk. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry about that. That came out of nowhere. We have to be able to talk about this stuff. That's why freedom of speech is so important. It's why it's the First Amendment, because we should be able to debate any and all of these things. And we can all collectively arrive at whatever conclusion that we decide as a society. And then us as individuals can either comply or not comply. It's really not complicated. But that's what you should all, we should all be very skeptical about. Anytime these massive big tech, and look, make no mistake, I, I do believe we're uh, morphing into some sort of uh, autocratic technocracy, right, as a society. Uh, it's basically an entity that's top-down governance via these big tech platforms. It's the best way I can describe it. And so we have to, we have to do what we can. We have to do what we can. And this is something that we can. Sometimes we have to dance. And, but most importantly, we can have these conversations in public. Studio 3.14. You mean the stuff you can drink to stay alive and wash your butt with? Talking about water? Yep. Morgan Dow. NSA bug devices before they get shipped to the consumer. <laughs> I wouldn't even. I, I Look, that seems more probable than not, Morgan. Way more probable than not. Studio 3.14. Thank you. Yeah, the comment section is deep, y'all. So, again, if you like the show. I'm telling you right now, there's there's a there's going to be a lot of people, hundreds and thousands, hundreds and possibly thousands, but usually it's, it's a couple of thousand people that watch the show on Twitter eventually. Um, if you want to get in on the comment section, which is always incredible and deep, you're gonna have to join the live, my man's and my women's. Sorry, that's gonna have to be how it works. Sorry, not sorry. So subscribe to my YouTube channel, like, share the show. Studio 3.14. I don't know how people think it would uh, think it works, but there's simple things you need: clean water, food, sleep, warmth, and a sanity, sanitary. He said sanity, but a sanitary crapper. All the rest is extra. Pardon, will for the people, by the people, but the people are net smart people. Studio. Don't stop talking. Hey, man, that's what I'm talking about. Don't stop under no circumstances. And I'll look, I'll tell you right now, we have a little, me and my wife have a legitimate fear. Okay, I have a 
50,000, over 50,000 followers across platforms. Have one of the biggest podcasts, especially in the liberty movement on the planet. We're legitimately afraid for no real legitimate reason that I'm going to come home or we are home and the FBI kicks our door in just for talking, just for talking. I'm going to put it back up there. Studio 3.14. Don't stop talking. It doesn't matter because if we stop talking, it's going to be way worse. It's going to be way worse. Don't stop talking. We have to keep going. It doesn't matter what fear that is literally breathing down our necks. We just have to. We have we have an obligatory duty to do so. I have three kids, two of which are six and three. Well, who? What kind of man would I be if out of fear I shut my mouth with, with the following and the platform that I have? I shut my mouth and cower down in fear. What life would they have? If I didn't give a damn and at least try. Not acceptable. Not on my watch. Not going to happen. So I'm going to keep talking. I'm going to keep trying to do my best to inspire you all to go out in your communities and effectively at the grassroots level change your local communities from the bottom up. Because you are the power. You are the power.net. That was an easy plug. They can maybe control social media, but they can't stop you from squeaking, speaking or squealing into your neighbor's ear. I added a few words there. My bad. Pardon me, he's coughed. He's got the vid canceled. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Studio, I'm worried for my nieces, so I have to keep trying. Under no circumstances are we allowed to give up. I'll tell you that now. Doesn't matter how nightmarishly these reports come across because they are 100% Orwellian. This is Big Brother stuff. Literally reported by the Big Brother Watch, right? This is 1984. Hey, government, you're not supposed to use that as a freaking DIY project. It's supposed to be a warning. That plus uh, Saul Solinsky's Rules for Radicals. Uh, what's the bigger web? Well, obviously. Um, Animal Farm from also George Orwell. The, the one that I'm forgetting that I always talk about. What's the book? Um, shoot. Y'all are going to know what I'm talking about. A Brave New World. A Brave New World. These are not DIY projects. These are warnings. But they're going to use them. Maybe we should stop writing these books. That being said, we have an obligation. Soul and Green. Yes, thank you. Great one. Soylent Green from Morgandale. Absolutely. We have an obligation to do what we can within the scope of our power to do what is necessary to fulfill our role in this in the greatest experiment the world has ever seen to preserve and promote individual liberty, our God-given rights. We just do. We never had the luxury of outsourcing our political power to state representatives. And that, I'll end it with this, that to me is the biggest negative to the Industrial Revolution. Twofold. We lost generational knowledge because we decided to depend our livelihoods on a paycheck as opposed to the wealth 
of our parents, grandparents, and our elderlies. Make no mistake. They grew their own food. They grew their own medicine. Number two, exactly what I just said. We outsourced our political power to people that are corrupt. And I'll leave it there. Morgan Dow says, love you, brother. Have a good night. I love you too, man. I can't wait to meet you in person, bro. You've been a long-time listener, commenter. Um, you share the shows. These are the kinds of people that you got to make allies with and not just friends. That's a brother to me, a brother to me, because he helps out so much. So please follow the show, subscribe, share it. And let's get on to the next day. Let's end tonight with a positive note. If you're if you're a Christian, pray to Jesus. I am a huge disciple of Jesus. Praise and worship, Pastor. You know, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna pray to God. I'm gonna pray to Jesus every day that I can do what he's called me to do for this country and for my family. Morgan says amen. I'll leave it there. You're listening and watching one of the fastest and largest growing podcasts in the planet, on the planet. Uh, I will see you tomorrow for my pre-recorded episode at noon central lunch or Liberty lunch break from off the wire. The topic du jour. It's a five to 10 minute segment every single day airs at noon on this channel. And obviously I will see you Sunday night. Same Cajun Tom, same Cajun channel. I love each and every one of y'all. I promise you I do. I promise. I'm out.